Welcome to this week's Connect Life Word Session, brought to you by Victory in the Word Outreach Toronto. In these Word Sessions, it's all about connecting our lives to the Word of God so that we can live out our faith in really practical ways. Together, we are learning how to stand in truth, triumph over challenges, and thrive in purpose, releasing the sound of victory as we go. Hello, 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 Dr. Michelle here with you once again for another weekly teaching video. And all of this is about connecting with the Word of God because as we read the scripture and we receive from God's heart to us, we will learn how to live the abundant life that He has given to us in Christ Jesus. This is a life full of joy and peace and purpose and destiny, and it will cause you to make an impact in this world bringing the light of God's truth into the darkness that you face. So as we connect with the word of God and as we connect with one another, we will be encouraged and strengthened to live this life of victory. As we get started, let me say a word of blessing. Father, we thank you for you are good. You tell us in your word that we must trust you with our entire heart and not to lean onto our own understanding, but in all our ways to acknowledge you and you will direct our paths. So today I pray for that person who needs to know the next step to take. I pray that in this moment, we would make a decision to trust you. We're not thinking about tomorrow or the week to come, but in this moment to trust you because you said if we trust you, you will guide us, you will direct us, and you are faithful to your word. So I pray faith, encouragement, and strength to that person to trust in you in this moment, for you will lead, you will show the way, our hearts are safe with you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So here's what. Today we're going to look at a very popular psalm, a very well-known psalm. You probably have memorized it as a child or seen it on a plaque in someone's home or in a store, and it is Psalm 23. We're going to look at it. I'm going to give you some nuggets so that you can get encouraged today to know that the journey that you are on, you are not alone. And if you have received that invitation from God to walk with him every day, he wants to do just that. He wants to walk with you every day and show you the steps that you should take, the pitfalls that you should avoid, and the joy and contentment that you can have as you walk out your life's purpose. So let's go to Psalm 23, and it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right, that's Psalm 23. And you know, when you're going through moments of challenge or ups and downs, you can go to this psalm and get the encouragement that you need, to get the strength that you need, to be reminded of what it looks like to walk with God. Because this psalm was written by David. We know him as King David from the scripture. And you know, his experience in life was a very interesting one. He did not have it that, you know, he just sailed through life and everything went his way and everybody loved him. Everybody knew his name and he was just doing great things. And then he died. That was not his story. He was called of God to do a specific work on this earth. But let me tell you, there were challenges along the way. There was character building exercises. He had opportunities to get back at those who hated him. But he chose, hear this, he chose to allow his relationship with God to govern his decisions to govern his responses and even when you read the account of his life even when he wanted you know to get blood from his enemies and and for God to just wipe them out he came back to himself and he was reminded that God is faithful and no matter how we feel we cannot behave in such a way that purposely hurts the heart of God so we read about who the Lord is, and it's not very abstract, it's not distant. In this scripture, we see David's explanation, his description of his own personal walk with God. Let me just stop for one second and ask you, have you, have you ever written out a description of your personal walk with God? Maybe a memorial of the things that he has brought to you through and the, the challenges that he has caused you to triumph over? What is your history with God like? It's always good to, to write it down, to make notes so that when you go through moments when, hey, you need that strength, you can recall to mind that God is faithful. He may not always do what we want. <laughs> he may not always come when we hoped that he would show up, but he is faithful because he's moving all the pieces. He is orchestrating all of the, of the lives on this earth according to his plan and to his purpose. And when we say yes to God and don't fight against him or his character or his heart, then we get to fully embrace and experience the joy and the peace and the justice that comes with a life in God. I want to highlight one verse for you today. Now, all of the verses, listen, whatever you need, take it from the scripture today. But specifically, I want to talk to you for a few moments about verse three. Because, you know, growing up, I've, I read this psalm. I, I can memorize, I, I've memorized it. And I know the psalm. But recently, I was going through it and I saw something a little different. And it was just another fresh breath of air that yes, it is possible. Not only possible, it is worth it to say yes to Jesus in every moment of your life. And it's Psalm, it is verse three of Psalm 23. And it says, he restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. 
And what I saw different in this verse is usually when I when I say the verse from memory, I say, he makes me to lie down in green pastures from verse two. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. And I usually put a period right there. And then I go on. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. But when I read it recently, verse three starts off with he restores my soul. There's no period there. There's a semicolon. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And I want to want to bring to you this thought today that the health of your soul is crucial for your steps on the path of righteousness. Now, there is a path that God wants us to take. And let's not get right now into the details of the path, whether he wants you to be a chef or he wants you to be a teacher, if he wants you to be a pilot or if he wants you to be, you know, a creative artist. Let's not get into the details of that because sometimes in life we can get so bogged down in the details. I'm a detail-oriented person, I am, but sometimes I need to be pulled out of it to see the big picture so that I don't get weighed down and overwhelmed. So I'm going to do that for you today. We're not going to get into the details of your life as to the specific assignment, the specific position that you hold, but we're going to go more generally and look at the path of righteousness that is open to everyone. There is a path of righteousness that God calls us to walk. And even though, like I said, the details are different for everybody, the general aspect, it is a path that is walked in obedience to God's word and obedience to the leading of his spirit. This is crucial for us to understand because as you enter into faith through Jesus Christ, we are all called to the path of righteousness, the path of doing what is right, what is true, what is just, what is ethical, even if it is contrary to the path that is lined out for you in this world where, you know, you can do something and then put things at the side, just cover it up. No one needs to see, or you can lie if it serves your best interest, all of that. There is a path of righteousness that he desires all of us to walk and he wants us to walk it for his name because of the power of the name of Jesus, what he has done for salvation for us. This path is to be walked out in the power of his name. And let me tell you right now, <laughs> it is contrary to many of the paths of this world because this path is ordered by the word of God. It involves love, loving your enemies, loving yourself, loving God well. It involves obedience and sacrifice. It involves justice. It involves looking at people through the eyes of God and, you know, doing the small work that sometimes people don't want to do so that the light of God can shine in this situation. It involves turning the other cheek. Oh my, sometimes that's not easy to do, right? It involves pursuing peace with all men as you're able to do. It involves walking in submission to the seasons and the times that God has as for you, even though you may want to go faster or slower, or you want to walk like how your neighbor is walking or your friend's walking, 
No, it is following God's path for your life. This is the path of righteousness. And for anyone who has walked with God for any amount of time, you know that there is opposition, not only from the external um, forces, but there is opposition internally because there are times we want to do what feels good, which we feel we're justified in the moment, what you know our flesh may crave for. And in walking with God, the path of righteousness calls for a higher way of living. And the beautiful thing about this, in order to live that way, in order to walk in this path of righteousness, the health of our soul is important. Because we don't want to obey or do what God is asking us to do with bitterness, with passive aggression, and with regret. We want to walk in a healthy whole way because that's what Jesus came to give us. One of my favorite Bible verses says, friend, I pray above all that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. And I love that verse because it connects all of the elements of prosperity of life, quality of life, the dimension of living that is really ours through Jesus Christ. He didn't come so that we would celebrate Christmas and Resurrection Sunday or Easter and have a great time. He came so that we would live every day in the power of our identity as children of God, walking with the inheritance that he has given us to rise above challenges, to be solution givers, to be light bearers, to bring what we need in this earth so that the glory would go to him. And so he understand, understands how important the health of the soul is and how he desires to come into our hearts and go in the deep places and help us do the, the heart work and the soul work so that our lives on the inside are clear and we experience true freedom at the core of our being. Freedom from the labels placed on us. Freedom from the generational curses that have come down. Freedom from all of the, the words that have been said to us that you can't do this and you can't become this and you can't go there. Freedom from all of those, those barriers. Freedom to become who we were born to be. That, that great high creative being that was made in the image and likeness of God. And, you know, when we reflect on David who wrote this psalm, I can just tell you David's life was not easy. And the, the quality of his heart was paramount to him. Because we hear God making that reference to David later on saying, listen, this is David, a man after my own heart. And so we know that David was doing the hard work, that he was submitting to God so that the journey that he was on would not destroy him, but build him and cause him to forge in the dark places of his life that strength, that purity of light that would cause him not to just reign and rule as a king, but to reign and rule in the authority of God and with the heart that God is pleased on. So even for our lives, we don't want to just do great things and go great places and have our names in light. No, we want to be able to do what God has called us to do, which may involve all those things, but with a heart that pleases him. Because I will tell you this, everything else can be stripped away. Positions and titles, um, roles, jobs, all of that, even money can go. But the heart is what God looks at. 
and it will be the heart that will keep your character even in the lowest of times. And so David, you know, if you read his account, David was a shepherd. Uh, David, um, he was kind of, he had interesting dynamics with his brothers and his fathers. He went and he killed Goliath, even though his brothers were sneering and jeering at him. And then he was anointed um, at a feast that he was forgotten to be invited right and then he kills goliath and he gets an invitation to the palace and the same person he goes to serve um turns on him and he has to run for his life and then you know a lot of stuff he has to act like he has a mental health challenge he has to hide in caves he is going over all over the place like a nomad and then he comes out and he becomes king but only king of one territory and then he has to wait seven years to become king of the rest and we know about Bathsheba we know about the baby who dies we know we know we know there's a lot going on in David's life but here's what he can say that in order for him to keep walking the path of righteousness God had to restore his soul God continually restores his soul and helps him brings him to a place with correction conviction with love with gentleness with mercy so that he can do the hard work so that as he is sitting in the position that God had destined for him to sit his heart will always be right with God because it is the heart I will say it again that God looks at so for you my friend today as you walk in the path of righteousness, as you endeavor to uh, say yes to God and to obey God and to fulfill that which he has put upon your life and what he has called you to remember that the quality of your heart, the state of your heart is important. And God is able not only to lead you in the path of righteousness, but to restore your soul so that the person who is walking in the path of righteousness is one in whom God is abiding, God is enjoying, and whom is representing God accurately. There is the heart and there is also the path. Don't separate the two. Even when the path gets challenging. Amen, somebody. Even when the path gets challenging, and especially if you're a leader or an entrepreneur or a manager, a supervisor, you know. As a parent, you know. As a spouse, you know. As a student, you know. <laughs> right? Listen. Life gets challenging. So there's a path of righteousness that as you walk through this life, God wants you to stay on it. And he understands that your heart, your soul is important and he's willing to be with you to restore it, to help you to do the work so that you are living from a place of freedom and walking in the path of righteousness for his glory and the, in the power of his name. So bless you as you go. I pray that you have some fuel for your fire and that you will continue to connect with God because right where you are, he sees you, he knows you, and he works. We bless you from Victory. Dr. Michelle signing off for another week. Remember to share the video, like, subscribe to our channel, and you know, stay tuned because I've got some great big news coming up. We're doing some different things at Victory. We want you to be involved. We want you to participate because the light of Jesus must shine and the word of the gospel must go out because God is God. Bless you.